Welcome to episode 100 of the Extraordinary Women podcast. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for this podcast and the editor of the Extraordinary Women magazine. Thank you for tuning in to the Extraordinary Women podcast, the show that is part of the Extraordinary Women online destination where we share inspiration, tips, advice, and even some laughs specifically for women who are serious about stepping into their dreams. Our motto is no more procrastinating, let's just do it. Visit us at ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com to find show notes for each episode, as well as content that is sure to get you fired up and moving forward on making your dreams happen. From the Extraordinary Women Magazine, which comes out four times a year, all the way to the Extraordinary Women Notebook, which we call the EW Notebook, which is a weekly blog that is posted every Thursday. We are about supporting you and every other extraordinary woman to make dreams come true. Now, let's begin today's episode. Whew, it has been an incredibly hot summer. I just came in from a very early morning walk along the Boston Harbor, and it is already unbearable. I could just feel the humidity stick to my skin, and there was not a breeze to be found, which is so weird because I'm right alongside the ocean here. Well, I was going to talk about something serious today, but when I got back from that walk, I ditched that idea. It's too darn hot. Excessive heat puts our bodies in stress mode, and when we are stressed, what do we want? We want popsicles, not therapy sessions, right? So today I'm going to talk about what you can do inside your home or wherever you are to keep moving forward on your dreams. And hopefully some of these ideas are also super fun. Those dreams that you have been thinking about, planning for, and imagining for a while now are really what we're going to talk about today. I have a quiz on the Extraordinary Women Magazine website, and one of the questions on that quiz asks, how long have you had the dream? Almost 75% of everyone who has taken that quiz says, as long as I can remember. That was incredible to me. That means that most of you can probably relate to holding on to that dream for a long time. Well, it is time, ladies. <laughs> no more. One day I'll do that, or I'll get to it when I get X done, whatever that is, or the children raised, or my home organized. Your time is now. So, Let's start with those dreams and begin by exploring how you can play with your dreams. Sounds bizarre, right? Well, <laughs> it's not. Remember when you were a little girl, you just did this naturally all the time. You probably played some of the same games over and over, but you stayed engaged because you imagined something different each and every time you played the game. If it was your Easy Bake Oven, 
You just had to try baking different things, didn't you? And if you're like me and you started playing teacher at a really young age, your creativity created all kinds of different scenarios from students to different subjects. And when you played hide and seek, you hid in a different place, right? Every time you played. As a child, pretend games are all about creativity. And truly, the crazier, the better, right? My sister and I used to move furniture in our little family home. I mean, we're talking a little house when we were babysitting the younger children. And we even imagined that because our family spent much more time in the dining room than the living room, why not switch the rooms? Well, that's how kids play. And I want you to imagine what would it be like if you did that with your dreams? What if you played with your dreams by imagining all sorts of different variations? Here's a couple of examples. These are real life examples. A clothing designer who switched up her dream when the couture industry didn't align with her having children saw herself pivoting into interior design. Now, one naturally has synergy with the other, right? Color knowledge, shapes and spaces, you know, incorporating old with new, form with function. All different versions of the same game, right? Well, Amanda Godfrey in our very first Extraordinary Women magazine issue did just that. Then there's Molly Wilkinson, who's a French pastry chef that we highlighted in the most recent issue of the Extraordinary Women magazine. She had taught in-person classes for a good while until COVID hit. Suddenly, she found herself doing online classes, which morphed into actually an online cooking school. And now she's making plans to potentially start a cooking show. I love this. In both examples, something external happened that forced these women to shift and expand the possibilities or what they saw their business could could actually be. But for your game, you're going to go at it a little bit differently because you're going to play with different versions of your dreams without the external pressures, without the external events that maybe forced both Amanda and Molly to switch up, you're going to do it just by using your imagination. And therefore, your only limitations are the limits of your own creativity and even your own big vision. So connect to that little girl inside of you and pretend, what could your business be about? What could it look like? Focus on What might be different from what you have from your five-year plan and actually throw out that five-year plan for this exercise? Because mind maps, and I bring this up because my daughter, when I homeschooled her, we got into mind maps. My daughter has dyslexia, which is where the mind mapping world kind of began, but it's great for all of us. Mind maps are really a, a writing, drawing tool to help you connect idea to idea. And if you don't know what they are, just Google mind maps. It's really quite interesting. Mind maps are great, or this whole process of imagining what your dream could potentially be is best to be done on paper rather than a computer. 
And I say that because as you warm up your creative brain, the ideas will start pouring out of you and you need a pen and paper to actually capture them. Now, if you're stuck, a good way to warm up your creative brain, and this is something that I absolutely love doing. I should write a book about it someday because it's so fun. I want you to create like a fantasy dinner party. So just take out a sheet of paper and think like, what would the food be like? What would the theme be? Who are the guests that you would want at this fantasy dinner party? It's a really fun activity, but it also is a way to kind of get your creative brain jazzed and in the mode of coming up with ideas. Now, if the word business sort of freaks you out, call it something else. Your passion, your vocation, your mission. Use whatever words need to make you feel comfortable and free to come up with ideas. Now, I also want you to put down every crazy idea that comes to you. And remember, when you were a child, you never criticized your ideas. You never filtered yourself by saying, wow, that was a stupid idea. You just giggled and you came up with another crazy idea. So be that little girl. No idea is too crazy. So play, get creative, imagine as many possibilities as you can think of. And why are we doing this? Well, nothing ever ends up exactly as we planned. And some of our craziest ideas often end up our best ideas. This is true in the wider business world, too. So, for example, we all know post-it notes, right? Well, this 3M chemist was trying to make a super strong adhesive. And instead, what he created was this rather temporary adhesive, lightly sticky. The product sat on the shelf for many years until he and another chemist got the idea to take this really, you know, lightweight adhesive, lightweight glue, and put it on paper, maybe paper that you were going to take notes or maybe use to mark pages in a book. Voila, post-it notes were born. Isn't that cool? Similar amazing creations that have come out of these wild events are things like the popsicle, penicillin, the microwave oven, x-rays, the list goes on and on. So if we can accept that most things rarely end up exactly as we planned, and I'm telling you, and you, I'm sure you will all be nodding, not our love affairs, not our kids, not our government, not our jobs. Why do we think that we can create just the right business plan? Just let it happen. Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year, and with that minimal investment, you'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But, this is a big but, this is more than just a magazine. 
During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. Now, this podcast is a perfect example. I started it, honestly, because I was a little bored. I live alone, and it was COVID. I needed to connect with other people in any way I could. So I thought, why not start a podcast? Nuts, right? Yeah, you'd be right on when you, if you were thinking that. I didn't even have a microphone. I started with my phone. Not well thought out. and Nothing about it was perfect or even close to perfect. It started out just an audio. And then it was a video. And then it was back to audio. I tried out all these different platforms. First it was Anchor. And then it was Riverside. And then... I finally stopped trying to reinvent the wheel and went to one of the biggies, which is Buzzsprout. I wrote and recorded one podcast a week. I actually loved it. I had no idea if anyone was listening to it because I didn't even know how to track my analytics. But I wanted to take it up a notch after so many episodes. So I got to, I think it was episode number 60, believe it or not. So that's 60 weeks of solo episodes. I got confident enough to think about inviting guests. Now, that was really scary to me because it wasn't just me talking into my phone. And also when I kicked it up a notch, so to speak, and actually had guests, I suddenly realized one day that I am a podcaster. (laughs) That's funny, isn't it? Very funny. This all started because I was at home during COVID and a little bored. Now, I find interviewing women fantastic. I love hearing all the different stories and the journeys. It's just super interesting to me. I do it for the Extraordinary Women magazine articles, but a podcast is like a one-off. It's 45 minutes. There's no photos. You're just in a conversation. And I should say, I'm still not, quote unquote, a professional podcaster, because the conversations are really loose, and they can go anywhere as we talk. I don't yet have a set list of questions or a process for the podcast guests to go through, and I share this with you because I want you to visualize how imperfect this whole process was, and the the little baby steps that I took along the way. And you too are going to do that with whatever it is that you're trying to create in the next stage. But what's super interesting with that whole podcast experience is that I recently got invited to host someone else's podcast. Now, that's in the works, and I don't know that it actually will come to fruition, but never, ever in a million years did I think I'd be a podcast host, and, you know, maybe the Extraordinary Women podcast could be the leading marketer for the Extraordinary Women magazine. So that's exactly what I want you to do with your dreams. You're going to think big and crazy 
not because of some event that happened, but actually how big or crazy could this next stage of your dream be before anything happens. And to do this, you have to really step into how amazing you are and how successful you could be. This is not about having the dream that Oprah Winfrey is going to interview you. This is about thinking so big, so audacious, that you're bigger than Oprah. Maybe Oprah wants you to interview her. (laughs) Interesting. Next, after you've done that, we're going to reverse engineer those huge and maybe a tad audacious but highly possible dreams that you came up with in that mind map, that free drawing what could be. Now often, and I share this because I see this with so many of my clients, we start thinking big and then we try to make everything perfect before we actually launch whatever the idea is. It's like the big dream actually stops us because we get so hung up on trying to lay out the steps for the big dream to happen. And when that happens, we get stuck. We'll sign up for things, we'll join organizations, we'll buy equipment, we'll think about hiring someone, all in anticipation of the day when we are ready to launch our big audacious dream. We have this mindset that it has to be perfect before we launch because sometimes that big, huge dream is so big, and and I love that, but we let ourselves get hung up with the end result versus the baby steps along the way. And that's when we start to think and worry about the fact that it might not be just perfect enough. And where are the areas that, that people often get stuck? First is technology. I hear people over and over try to find the perfect technology for their podcast, their YouTube channel, their blog platform, whatever it is. Where do I put, where do I host my course? Where is my email service provider? Which one do I use? The options are endless and therefore you will never find the exact perfect solution. You just find what works for you now. Because it will change, right? Technology changes. We know that. So find what is right today. Another area that gets people stuck is content, amount of content. Often people don't launch their blogs, their newsletters, excuse me, their courses, whatever it might be, because they think they need more content. They think they have to write more, film more, plan more before they can launch. I want you to give that up. You will create along the way. Everything is changing. Remember, everything is changing. And so what you, the content that you think you want today may not be the content that you want even six months from now. So have enough, but you know, what's enough, right? You really don't need that much. Go for it. You don't need even the whole course if you're creating a course as an example or a workshop. You don't need the whole workshop planned out. You need to know, you know, have the overall theme and maybe the idea of the direction and certainly the first week or so planned out of that particular workshop. But know that that workshop's going to change and shift and morph based on the people that have signed up for your workshop. 
So be okay with the fact it's not set in stone. Be okay with the fact that you might have to be creating on the fly. And that leads to our target audience, which is another place that I see people get stuck often. Sometimes we're just not sure who our target audience is. And I fell into this category. So we keep trying to figure that out before we go forward, before we launch whatever it is that we want to do. I want you to to let that go, as the song goes. Start with who you think your peeps are going to be. And as time goes on, you will actually start to see who are those people that you most enjoy working with, who are the people that are most interested in whatever it is that you are offering. The Extraordinary Women magazine, as an example, was first launched with the title as Be the Real You. I thought that was a great title, Be the Real You. But two issues in, I realized the title wasn't sitting well with any women. It made no sense to them. So I changed it up. EW or Extraordinary Women podcast, this started with me, myself, and I, you know, yapping about topics I thought women would be interested in. I began by recording the podcast on my phone, right? No editing, no microphone, no nothing. Then I decided I was going to add video. Yes, it totally nuts. I would absolutely agree with you. But I just went over and did the video on Zoom. And then I uploaded it to a YouTube account. Total newbie, more than a little bit unprofessional. But what I learned is that if there's something that I think I want to do, I have to try it. I have to do it. Recently, I launched, just as an example, the Extraordinary Women Notebook. I call it the EW Notebook, which is a weekly blog. Now, I have no idea whether it will fly. I mean, does anyone even start a blog these days? I have no idea, but I'm trusting the process. It could morph into something, honestly, I can't even imagine right now. So I'm just going with it, right? Also, I want you to know that this process works beautifully. This doing it, trying it as an experiment, even if it's not a business that's part of your dream. When I was contemplating living half the year in Paris, which I now split my time between Paris and Boston, I began by renting apartments. First, it was two weeks, then it was four, and then it was six. I wanted to know what it was like to actually live in Paris, not visit. I went to the market. I found my favorite cafes. I did my work from a laptop in a totally different time zone. Yes, I was taking French lessons, but I didn't know the language. I still don't know the language. I'm not fluent. But I had to know what it felt like or how it would be to be somewhere by myself for a long period of time where I didn't know the language. Very important. And I had to experience it before I did anything as crazy as buying an apartment. I had to, as I like to say, try on Paris before I could make a decision. So ladies, my point to this week's episode is first to dream and to let yourself dream really big. Go crazy. Go nuts, as my my niece when she was little said. Just go crazy. Let yourself imagine all the possibilities. And then get started.
Don't overthink. Don't overplan. Just go for it and laugh along the way. What steps? That's the question to ask yourself. What steps can you start taking today? Because remember, you will learn best by doing. I'm closing today with a quote from Marie Forleo, who I think is fabulous. She said, you wouldn't have the dream in your heart if you didn't already have what it takes to make it happen. I love that. Abiento. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And if you liked this conversation, please press the like button, subscribe, and share this podcast with other extraordinary women like you who you think might enjoy this conversation and join our community of truly extraordinary women. Now, we might seem like a group of just average gals, but we are doing amazing, extraordinary things. That's the key to creating a magical and purpose-filled life. So I hope you join us. Take good care, and as I say in Paris, a bientôt.